All right. Welcome. We have survived Super Bowl Sunday in Minneapolis here. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, Sunday, I'm sorry Sunday. that we didn't record on Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Like Sunday, last year. Sunday. But unfortunately, it was in our city and we were too busy uh, attempting to flee for our lives from lives, the hundreds lives, lives, and lives, hundreds lives. of football boys who just descended upon us. It was just senseless. Boys, no dudes, end. men. <laughs> Guys, no end of fools. footballs raining from the sky. Balls, 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 balls. <laughs> Uh, Raise your guys, hand if you got trapped inside a football. All We're all are, raising our hands. We all yeah. got trapped in the same giant football that was rolling down Nicolette Mall. Oh, um, I had to personally fight off four football boys as they were trying to steal my sandwich. It was just like James and the Giant Peach, but the peach was a football. It yeah. was exactly like that. And then when the referee came out and he used his ultimate attack and it just <laughs> obliterated our city, you know? Yeah. It took us a little bit of time to come back, but you know it's yeah. been a week and most. I miss of the Minneapolis. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we used to have a beautiful skyline. We now did. we just have rubble. Now we just have a football-shaped hole <laughs> in our state. I guess let's uh, escape from our woes by playing some D and D. D and D, D and D, D and D, D. Balls, D, balls, D, balls, D, balls, D, balls, D, balls, 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 Sundays. Hello, it's me, Noelle, and I play Fran, whose name I didn't just forget. <laughs> Hello, my name is Caitlin, and I play Corbin. I am Sophia, and I play Laika. Welcome, everybody. All right, so last time, uh, we ended the episode with you guys rallying the Estrans to pray for the goddess, to get her all charged up, to charge her godly batteries, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we are. And so you you guys are in this prayer with your heads bowed with the rest of the Estrans. And Laika, you, you feel something first. And it's that connection to Jinji. And you feel that, that lovely little warmth in your heart that you feel whenever Jinji's close getting warmer and warmer and warmer. And then the gates of the courtyard of the guard barracks burst open. And in comes Jinji, charging through the crowd of Estrins, with Mary on her back. Mary's golden cloak billows behind her as she charges at full speed, eyes bright golden, and comes slides to a halt in front of you with Zerun loping after her. And as Jinji slides to a halt in a cloud of dust, Mary's eyes look around at the gathered people, and then the gold shrinks back into her irises and is replaced by tears. And she puts her hands up to her face as she realizes she's suddenly surrounded by her people again. Uh, hi! <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're no longer keeping that secret. <laughs> uh, how, do, how do the estrogens react to this? Yeah. Uh, it is very quiet for a full 60 seconds, and then everyone starts talking at once. They're all starting to shout, my goddess, oh, you're alive, We're, you're alive, and people just begin to rush her. Um, I rush her before they have a chance, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, back off, hands off, nothing to see here, folks. Five feet, <laughs> five feet of distance, <laughs> one at a time, line up, line up. Zayrun is also doing his part to kind of create a perimeter around her and Mary uh, is still in her pajamas (laughs) with her cloak on and she is she looks very panicked out of the corner of my mouth I'm like Mary what gives what the fuck are you doing (laughs) Mary just shrugs (laughs) okay (laughs) sounds like a a plan typical of us (laughs) (laughs) okay uh uh, what should we fucking do? Is there anyone who's like 
taking a lead in the crowd like uh what about the elven woman and buddy do they have yeah does Aaliyah have a reaction um Aaliyah is kind of at the front of the crowd and she looks as shocked as everybody else but she is she's starting to try and get people to to back off and to give the goddess some room she starts over the crowd please please be calm be calm our goddess has returned to us give her give her a moment uh, and Buddy, meanwhile, is just charging through the crowd, knocking people over. <laughs> uh, he's leading, you know, shoulder first, just sort of plowing through people. He's coming to rush most of all. <laughs> um, he pr- plows through the crowd. He picks Mary up off of the off of Gingy, and he just carries her out of the courtyard to. to- <laughs> Bye. Uh, uh, are we going into the? We're at the police or the guard barracks, yeah, right? Yeah, he carries her out of the courtyard and sort of towards the main guard building. I guess we're following him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, be right back. Uh, <laughs> and then we leave the estrus. <laughs> okay. Um, I throw up a peace sign. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> As you leave, you hear a, a familiar voice saying. We've written songs about you, and you turn and you see uh, Pete from Whence They Came. And uh, <laughs> one, of band, one of his bandmates, Andy, hurls them. So uh, Buddy has, by, by the time you catch up with Buddy, he has he has sat Mary down in a chair in a little private room that he's just sort of forced his way into past a bunch of these guards who, for just to remind you guys, he is a half-orc among humans um, who have never really interacted with any type of orcs or half-orcs before. So they are terrified of him. They just sort of leap out of the way as he comes towards them. And so he has sequestered her in a room and he goes, um, my goddess, can I get you, uh, well, I think we're out of water, so, uh, something else to drink, I guess? Corbin says, She'll have tea. And he begins to make his tea. Where do you get the water? Fran's hair. (laughs) (laughs) And Laika's, I take one of Laika's hair, and I put it in the tea with some dirt. It's going to taste great. Yeah. Um, Fran sneakily gives the goddess some regular water (laughs) that she produces. Uh, Mary takes that gratefully. She takes a sip and then sets it down, and she signs to you guys, I... I didn't realize what was happening. I just felt a great pull toward this place, and I didn't think or I didn't. Oh, no. Now I have to talk to them. (laughs) You do not have to talk to them. You're a celebrity. (laughs) Uh, Fran, you should explain exactly what happened. Why did Estrin's praying for Mary suddenly wake her up? So, um... I will explain kind of our deal with that Dawson told us if we prayed for Mary, she would get recharged Mm -hmm. and that that is a common feature among demigods Mm. to get drained out. And also that we had to use her actual name. Uh, The goddess Mary nods along with all of this and then signs, I still think I should say something to them. Uh... She just sort of throws her hands up, which is her way of making that noise, um, and then uh, puts her head in her hands and rests her elbows on her knees. Uh, we do have kind of uh, a crisis we would love your help with, so maybe that could buy you some time to think of exactly what you want to say to Estrins while we, you know, figure out how to get water back to Danmar. Yeah, some shit happened while you were... Uh, napping and i tell her what happened ah she just throws her hands up again but does not put her head up buddy clears his throat he says um so is anyone gonna uh tell me what's going on here and he sort of points at the goddess uh she's she's just been with us the whole time and we kept it a secret from you (laughs) We didn't know if you were maybe a shapeshifter, but it's too late now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> is that you, Vioni? Vioni, is that you? <laughs> no, that's my dad, you guys. Hey, Vioni, uh, what kind of shapes have you shifted into lately? <laughs> I hold up a hand to high-five Corbin. Corbin doesn't. Fran 
Uh, put down her hand. <laughs> Ooh, ow. Um, listen. Laika stops talking. <laughs> uh, buddy, I, I'll just let you in on, uh, our little secret. We, and I gesture to, like, the four of our party, kind of have our own thing going on now. <laughs> We've been off of Esther for a long time, so we make the rules now, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, you do. You're you're the guardians now. I was just, you know, hey, kid, and he turns towards you like, I said, here's a tip. If ever there's a big crowd like that who's trying to rush, rush her, just scoop her up. That's what I've always found to be the best solution there. Just, just pick her up. And how did the previous goddess react to that? And I stare at him intensely. <laughs> I mean, you know, it didn't happen. It happened one time, and it was my job to just pick her up. What did she think about it? What did she say? Everyone likes to be picked up now Be quiet. Again. I'm trying to get information. <laughs> Corbin tries to pick uh, Laika up. Corbin! <laughs> Laika looks just elated because nobody ever tries to do that to her. Corbin, please make a strength roll. Yep. Twelve. <laughs> uh, you are able to... Lift like a, a scant two inches off the ground. It feels amazing. <laughs> Corbin collapses. Uh, Laika's then going to try and pick up Corbin. Do you even nope. have to roll? No, Cor- like you don't have to roll to pick up <laughs> Corbin. He is light as a bird. I am bench pressing Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Corbin says every time he's lifted into the air. Corbin, are you into this? Are you posing while yes, Laika bench Yes, I'm striking you? power poses every time I'm lifted up. And, and we're making con. direct eye contact with Buddy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he gives you a big thumbs up. As you can tell, uh, we're very powerful. Please answer my question. I mean, she was fine with it. She understood what was happening and that I could run faster than she could. What kind of person do you think she was? Uh, you know, these are a lot of questions kind of coming out of left field here. You <laughs> know the goddess. She's sitting right there. Uh, uh, but oh. I want to know about what she was like in her past lives. Uh... But she's doesn't, and Mary waves her hands and puts her head up and looks at Buddy and says, I'm not her. We don't keep any secrets from Buddy anymore, I see. <laughs> He's really trustworthy. Ugh. And Mary gets up and she goes over to Buddy and uh, takes his giant green hands in hers and squeezes them once and then drops them so she can sign. And... She tells him, I was never her. They told me not to tell anyone, Cecilia and Cordelia, and they were working for Torva. Um, they were Torva. Well, one of them was Torva. <laughs> um, and uh, Alonia was also Torva, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, that's important, but we'll go over it later. Fiona uh, was involved too, but she's actually okay. Uh, yeah, she's cool. She's like my mom. She's like Corbin's mom, kind of like you're my dad. Oh, okay. I thought okay. Uh, th- that's none of that's important at the moment. Tarva's my mom. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> anyway, I I was never her, and I tricked everybody for so long. I, I I'm sorry. We're trying to find a way to make it right. Oh, man, is that what we're trying to do? <laughs> I'm just trying to stay alive. I'm just trying to be calm. We're, we're trying to do all those things, too. Sorry, buddy. And uh, buddy takes a step back. And he looks around at the three of you and then down at the girl he thought until just a few moments ago was his goddess that he spent his whole life serving. And then he nods. And he nods again. He says, all right, all right, cool, cool. I'm a, I'm a. Do you need a minute? I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to take a lap. (laughs) I'll be right back. Uh, Laika's going to follow him because she doesn't want him to tell anybody else. And she also wants to calm him down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so okay. So he's, he's just walking. He goes, kid, you don't, I just need a minute here. It's, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just, that's a lot to process. I'm just going to follow behind and just rub your back. Calm me down. Okay, well, that is very calming. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, okay. S- okay. Well, if she's not a goddess, who is she? She's something new. She's the goddess's daughter, and 
Well, we don't know exactly who her dad is, but it might be Torva. That being said, she's really good. She's wonderful, and and from what I can tell, I think she's better than the previous goddess, though I am a little biased. But <laughs> he, he, as you start to say that, he immediately begins to like try and say something before you continue. You have to get to know her. They all have to get to know her. She's scared right now. She's scared of what they're going to think. And that's why I think it's good that we told you, because this can't be a secret forever. You're going to have to find a way to let the other Estrans know. You're really in it now. (laughs) (laughs) He he goes to lean on the wall next to him, uh, not noticing that there is a guard who's also there, much shorter than him. (laughs) The guard just ducks out of the way and more or less flees as he leans his enormous weight on this wall. (sighs) I mean, I won't tell anyone, kid. I'll, I'll keep your secret for now, but they... I don't think I can be the one who tells him. I think it's got to come from her. Well, if you have any tips, like a, like a, a coach for how to how to make that speech go smoothly. Listen, kid, I'm I'm your coach, and my coach, my coach instincts are telling me to let you know that once she makes that speech, pick her up, carry her away. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Just give her time, okay? She's already proved herself. To us, she's a good one. <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement, kid. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep this to myself for now, and uh, give her a shot. All right, now Leica's gonna try and uh, flip him over. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's an eighteen. Oh, he rolled a five, so you win. You flip him. <laughs> uh, Leica throws her arms up and then is like, okay, I'm going to go back now. <laughs> Good job, kid. Ah, good job. <laughs> he gives you a thumbs up, but he stays on the floor. <laughs> uh, Leica just gives him uh, a cool nod and walks back to check in with her buds. What have uh, Corbin and Fran been up to with the with uh, Mary? Staring contest. Yeah. Corbin's drinking his tea while he stares. <laughs> It's, it's revitalizing him. It's giving him a market advantage. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mary is politely holding her cup of tea. <laughs> holding. She occasionally brings it to her lips. <laughs> does, she, does she sip? Uh, you are pretty sure she took a sip. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm emboldened, and I stare all the harder at Fran. <laughs> all right. Well, Leica, that's what you come into. So... Everything's good. Buddy's chill about it. He thinks this is great, and he loves you all very much, and let's go. Where are we going? The goddess signs. We, we I think, need to take a rest, but... So I want to talk to the king before we take a rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's up in uh, Sabia's office. Okay, so you guys can come with if you want. Oh, Corbin definitely wants to come with. Oh, for sure. Okay. I knock on the door where he is. Enter! Cool. Okay. Um, I like go in and I'm like, wow, like my friend the king. <laughs> so the uh, the king is there. Sabia's in there as well. And the king says, ah, it's good that you've come. Sabia has some grave news. What? More? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. It seems that our water reserves are much lower than we thought they would be. There's been... Deliberate cracks made in the basins. We should have had water to last for weeks, if not months, but uh, that, as things are, we'd be lucky to last a week. We've patched these breaches, but I'm afraid your mission is more urgent than ever. All right, well, we can probably stretch that out a bit. We have a number of people who can create water using magic. We can maybe send them down to the reserves to help out. In the meantime, we believe that ultimately Torva is behind this. And if he is, then we need to know if there's a god we can call on to help us. Last time we came up against Torva, we had a god on our side, and even that wasn't enough. 
Rove, we must send a delegation to the Temple of Rove to pray for her assistance, uh, the king says. And if you're right, and Torva is involved, then <sighs> he turns and looks out the window. We'll need to send scouts out afield to see how close his army is. Yikes. Alright, well, I think that sounds like a good plan. Is there anything that you need us to do before we get ready to go on this mission? I need only for you to be prepared for the dangers that we'll face. The canyon itself is crawling with whew, some nasty things. I won't lie to you. Uh, Are you planning on coming with us? Of course. It's my castle. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Carbon laughed at you. No, 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 no. <laughs> Are you sure that's a good idea? I mean, shouldn't you stay here to make sure nobody freaks out about the whole lack of water in a desert situation? I agree, my king. Uh, Sabia jumps in here. You should stay behind and lead our people. And uh, the king holds up a hand. He says, nonsense. I may not be as spry as I used to be, but I'm a fierce fighter and I have the blessing of Rove on my side. I will fight for my castle and bring water back to my people. Yeah! All the more reason to stay with them while we try and figure this out. I agree with this young woman. Uh, Sylvia says, you should stay behind. No, you should come with. <laughs> Corvin! What? <laughs> you got such a crush on this guy. <laughs> what? I will be going with them. That is final. And Sabia holds up her hands, and she uh, she gives you like Leica. She gives you a look and shakes her head. Leica just looks at her with like just like a hope in her eyes that there is at least one more reasonable person in the room. <laughs> and she's like, "How am I that person? <laughs> How are we?" So we need maps of where we're gonna go in case we get separated from you. We need. To know if we should go at night or during the day. I need a blanket and some pillows for a nap. <laughs> well, blankets and pillows. What is our supply of blankets and pillows looking like, Sabia? And she shakes her head. I'm afraid they're currently all in use by the refugees that are camped in our square. God, Corbin. <laughs> Corbin falls to his knee. <laughs> but you do still have rooms at the Thirsty Slavier. The guard is still... Paying for those, so you will have a place to rest your head, be assured. And I will have a map of the area that we will be traversing delivered to your room. Daytime or nighttime? Ah, well, I suppose that's a good question. We may catch the intruders more unawares during the night, unless they are expecting us to come at night because they believe we are not... They would believe that we are going to come in the night because they think <laughs> we wouldn't be expecting them Let's to... Let's go at night because it's cool. Yeah. All right, let's go with the night then. Cool. Shall we go this evening? Yep, we, we just gotta go meditate, hang out for a while. <laughs> Eight hours. Take the time you need to rest. I will meet you at your rooms. All right, Um. so we go back to the Thirsty Slivir. Yeah. And we avoid every kind of estrin, <laughs> and we do not show Mary to them. No. <laughs> you, uh, do you guys... Do any sort of disguising on her, or do you just sort of usher her out? I put um, an illusion of a wall in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all obvious. No one notices you. Good. Great. We we go out. We go back to the to our inn. Okay. So you guys just you rest up. You take your eight hours. Uh, Baron brings you guys some uh, some food, some grilled fish, and uh, fresh vegetables. And he says. Well, this might be the last uh, fresh vegetables we have for a while, if the water's going to be out. But uh, here, I I got you guys a canteen. And he hands each of you a canteen full of fresh water. Nice. I give mine back to him. I don't uh, need this. Uh, well, I mean, I guess. Do you... This might be rude for, for me to ask, but do, do you drink from your... any points toward his hair? I might. <laughs> uh, sure, sure, okay. Um, uh, hey, wait, wait. It's it's like the end times, right? You should probably like go on a date. <laughs> I don't really know if right now's the time. Uh, it's um, the only time. But I mean, how will she ever know how you feel if you don't tell her? But I mean, she's probably really busy. You know, trying busy to have to get calm. the clown. 
I'm sorry. Corbin, what? don't. It's ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> what you, does it mean? You. <laughs> Uh, I step in front of my two friends. <laughs> when you're in love, there's only one thing to do, and that's act like an idiot. So get out there and act like an idiot, Baron. Oh, okay. And then tell us what it feels like. Tell us all the details. And I want to know about the clown. <laughs> <laughs> I push Corbin's face away. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll uh, I'll do it. Um, just make sure. No one rubs the in while I'm gone. Uh, and he takes off his apron as he walks out of <gasps> your guys' room. Oh, we did it! All right, you guys rest. What do you do during your rests? Sleep. I sleep. Yeah. Mary uh, Mary takes guard duty because she's just been asleep for so long. Yeah, she's like pumped right now. She's she is fuffed. Full of godly energy <laughs> at the moment. She's fuffed? <laughs> is that what the kids are saying these days? <laughs> Well, since Mary's fucked, uh, I think I'm going to sleep, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you guys wake again, and it is nighttime. You awake to a, a knock at your door. Oh, who's that? Mary goes to the door and opens it up just a, just a crack, and she sees the king of Denmark, and he's uh, he's got a cloak pulled up over his crown but you can still very clearly see <laughs> the crown underneath oh my god this fool <laughs> he's perfect is he here to rob the inn Baron trusted us <laughs> I just, are you ready young friends Corbin rolls out of the bed and hits the ground Fran sits up in bed and she's already dressed <laughs> uh, Lega rolls out of bed in, and she's wearing her armor yeah. ready <laughs> does, does she just- land on Corbin <laughs> Yeah, and she just rolls over him. Ah, the slumber of youth. So deep. <laughs> it's very deep. You don't know how old we are. Uh, let's see, you, he points at you like a, I would say, 16 or 17. Yes, how did you know? And uh, you, young man, clock you at 16. I'm 36. The king says, and you... Uh, let me see. 16 as well? And the goddess gives a little shrug. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but miss, I will have to say I cannot even guess how old you are. I'm afraid I've never met anyone like you. I'm an ageless deity. <laughs> She's I, three. What are you, like 60? <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Come. <laughs> we have a castle to take back. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> All right, so we get ready to go, and we get the wolves to come with us. As you're you're getting Gingy set up, Zerun says, I believe I should stay behind to guard the refugees. All right, I think that's a good idea. I mean, he's also kind of a deity there, too, so it's, you know, he's yeah. going to go try and keep them calm through all this. Mm-hmm. So the king leads you out of the city through the north gate and you guys uh skirt the wall you leave the road behind and skirt the wall around until you come to the lip of the Hema canyon which the king tells you that this is the canyon which was carved by the river Hema. the river she is the one that is across from it uh the king leads you to a horse lift which has already been fitted up with a team of horses and the horse lift is a large wooden platform which dangles into the canyon. It is held by an aperture with gears and ropes and pulleys. Uh, and there are rails on three sides of it, and it butts up against one wall of the canyon. Oh, before we go, the king turns back to you and says, Once we go down in the canyon, we will not be able to come back up with any great ease. So, are you all prepared? Um, I, I like reach out my hands and check for my hair and I nod with determination (laughs) Corbin says I'm a bird so
Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome to a time when I will speak words to you, my boys and my girls and my non-binary pearls. Hey, we've had a really cool couple of weeks, partially due to our ad rolling on the Adventure Zone. So thanks so much to the McElroys for taking our money and turning it alchemy-like into podcast downloads. Very cool. Thanks. Thanks this episode to iTunes reviewers, Sabo PR14, who I'm not sure if I thanked last time, Wise Moon49, Milk and Honey Comics, Species0001, and also I Build Pyramids, who has just confessed to a conspiracy theory. I can't believe that you really built the pyramids and you also reviewed our iTunes podcast. That's very cool. And very thanks to all of you. On Patreon, we've got some hot, spicy gratefulness going out to my close friends Alex, Seth, Alex2, Abradolf, Ian, Micah, Jake, Stevie, Natasha, Jake2, Violet, Tim, Hassan, Jeremy, Chelsea, Henry, Jason, and Alice. If any of you deleted rather than pledged and you feel really awkward right about now, I'm so sorry, but Patreon's notifications makes it hard to tell. It all looks exactly the same. Uh, anyway, you guys are literally changing our pathetic lives. So thank you so much. Uh, we're worthless worms. Wow. I also want to tell you all today about another Patreon you should consider supporting, and that's Cobalt Press's Warlock Patreon. Basically, Warlock is a Patreon project that enables Cobalt Press to release and publish more Midgard content on a regular, ongoing basis. Midgard is an alternate D&D and fantasy RPG setting, by the way, and everyone I know who's played through it has thought it was super cool. In return for becoming a Warlock patron, you will get first access to new Midgard maps, monsters, 5e character options, and more. To help expand this dope world of dark fantasy, check out patreon.com slash cobaltpress. And next up, a word from the Venture Maidens. Gather round, travelers, to hear our tale. What can I say about the Venture Maidens? As much as I want to just go on and on gushing about my favorite podcast, I'll try and keep it short. The players are absolutely fantastic. I think my favorite thing about the Maidens is the way they collaborate with their fanbase. They've created a community for us that they're also a part of. If you enjoy having your heartstrings pulled out of your chest whilst floundering for air and weeping silently to yourself because Celeste's descriptions of literally anything will make you wish you, too, were about to embark on an epic adventure with three killer ladies. Really killer. It killed a lot. This story is epic. I have cried tears, and I am not kidding. I have so many favorite moments. Kara's hangover routine, Sawyer's workouts, Arnadel's awkward flirting. I just love you guys so much. There's a lot of Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcasts out there, so why should you care about the Venture Maidens? Well, if you like games that don't shy away from heartbreak and romance, this is the podcast for you. If you're looking for a podcast where character development is just as important as slaying monsters, this is the podcast for you. And lastly, there's an episode where everyone does their best Godzilla impressions. You gotta hear it. Join the Venture Maidens on Twitch, YouTube, or wherever podcasts are free. And don't forget to venture away. If you haven't listened to them yet, please do. They're cool and funny, and they seem to actually know how to play Dungeons & Dragons, which is something I can only dream of. <laughs> And last of all, a message to Chantel. Chantel, my dear, the code word is lung guppies, which is also seemingly a horrifying medical condition. The sleeper agent is active and might have lung guppies. Go! So you guys head into the horse lift, I guess, and the lift begins to lower you into the dark, dark canyon. You hear the sound of the river rushing up to meet you as you, as you descend further and further down. The Hema Canyon is the deeper of the two canyons, and it is, it's probably a good 200 feet down, maybe more. It's hard to tell in the dark. But eventually you do reach the ground, 
and uh, you step off of the horse lift, and immediately after you step off, the lift begins to ascend. Well, the king says, it's this way. It's a bit of a hike, so uh, be prepared for a walk. And he sets you off toward the secret entrance to the palace. Do any of you produce a light? So I will make a light that kind of is the same color as the moonlight. Okay. I take out my magnifying glass and I I turn it into a little flashlight. And if anybody comes, I will cover it up. Okay. Um, like I will lead the way, mm-hmm. just because I feel like having dark vision could give her an advantage in this case. Yeah. Sure. Um, um, and um, also, oh. Corbin, can you cast Pass Without a Trace? I cast Pass Without Trace. All right. So in the dim light you've produced, you can see the great frothing rapids of the river Hema next to you. Uh, and you are walking along a sandy bank, which is roughly eight feet across so it's wide enough for a for all of you to stand on it easily but not that wide so the king leads you down this canyon you guys are walking for about 15 minutes i assume you guys are being pretty quiet pretty stealthy uh will you all please make perception checks everybody but Leica is at disadvantage 13 18 i got 11 and the king got a 19 and mary got an Eight. So as you were walking, Laika, you, you're you up front, right? You said you're leading. You feel there's sort of a, a weird dip in the ground, but you don't really think about it. Um, everybody else passes over it until Mary is passing over it. And uh, who's behind Mary? Me. Okay. <laughs> Fran, Mary just disappears. She just is pulled down and vanishes. Pulled down? Yep. All right. Well, Laika's going to go day at that sand. Oh no. <laughs> that's a critical hit. Oh, that's really bad. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 25 damage to Mary. Yikes, that hurts. Okay. So you scrabble at the sand, Laika, and a moment after, a sharp leg comes up, and. All right. A sharp leg tries to impale you, but it glances off of your steel armor. And let's roll initiative as an enormous spider crawls out of the sand. Uh, where is Mary? You don't see her. Probably in the den. All right. So the king goes first. He is going to slash at it with his long sword. That does not hit. He misses. And he gets a second attack. That one hits. Nice. <laughs> All right. And Laika, it is your turn. I'm going to attack with divine smite. Okay. 19. Okay, that hits. All right, so that's going to be 21 damage. That's not too shabby. And then I'm going to use a second attack on it. So that's 17. Uh, That hits. All right, seven damage. Okay, and now it is Corbin's turn. So I'm going to take my spear. Okay. And I'm going to paint a picture um, inside (laughs) of this spider's head. Oh, all right. Uh, It's a hit. (laughs) Roll to paint. Say. Nobody says Nobody that. says that. <laughs> Who says that? Me just now. Well, okay. That's um it's a good old seven. That does not hit. Mm-hmm. And now, Fran, it is up to you. So one thing I wanna do is just summon the spirit of Frodo and make my light really bright. And like while I'm doing that, I'm gonna take out the compass. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say what we know the name of Mary's cloak, right? It's called the God Shroud. God Shroud. God Shroud. Uh, okay. You shout that, and it points. It points directly in front of you. It points toward the spider. What if I turn the compass on its side? It's still pointing toward the spider. <laughs> Did that spider eat Mary. <laughs> it's not that big. What then? Did the spider become Mary? Are Did we Mary killing Mary? It's in the direction of the spider. It is pointing in the direction of the spider. Cat. Cat, 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 cat. Cat. I need you to just tell me something. Is Mary the spider? Cat, tell us if Mary cat. is the spider. Cat, if we Please. kill the spider, are we killing Mary? If you die in the game, do you die in real life, cat? <laughs> yes, that one I can say yes to. Also, does the spider react to my light? Not really. It kind of flinches back a little bit, but more like, you know, when somebody turns on the lights in a dark room. How many eyes does it have? Eight. It's a spider. Too many. 
then I yell, it, I, I, it ate Mary. Um, just be careful. Whose turn is it now? Uh, it is the spider's turn. And so who's, who's attacked it? You, you and the king and the, and Corbin? I tried. You tried. You failed. It's going to go for you. <laughs> oh, no. That is going to be a 20. Does that hit you? <laughs> yeah. Not natural. All right. And oh, that changes everything. And next one is an 18. Does that hit you? Yeah. Okay. Can I use a reaction to try to bite it if it comes close <laughs> to me? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Bite it. What am I, what am I rolling? Roll to attack. <laughs> uh, 16. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> D- roll a d4. That's what your biting attack okay. is as a human. Five. <laughs> um, as Fran sees this, she uh, screams out, I said careful! <laughs> so, Corbin, you bite down on this thing's pincer as it attacks you, but that does not stop the attack. It just rips right out of your weak human teeth. Yeah. And it is going to do... But I do five damage to it. You sure do with your <laughs> with your human teeth. <laughs> All right. So that is going to be 16, 24, 24 damage. So Corbin, it lashes you with one sharp impaling leg and then another one comes down right after it. Uh, and that follows that one up with a 14. Does that hit? No. All right. It does miss- not. It misses you with its venomous bite. Uh, and now it is Mary's turn. Oh, yes. Okay. Hold on. What is, she- what is yes. going on? doing in there? All right. Uh, Mary, <laughs> you see one dark hand claw out of the sand and then another as oh Mary God. breaks free from the sand spider's trap. Uh, she was buried in the sand directly behind the spider. Mm. I knew she wasn't eaten by the spider. <laughs> uh, all right. So Mary spends her turn getting out of that trap. And we are back up to the king of Danmar. And he is going to go for it again with his big old sword. And that hits. And that's a critical failure. So he hits once. <laughs> And that is going to be 10 damage. So he arcs down once with his sword and slashes the thing across the face. And then he trips and uh, (laughs) he wangs his sword into the wall of the canyon and it gets stuck. So he'll have to deal with that next round. It is Laika's turn. All right. I'm going to just attack. Um, How's this thing looking, by the way? Not looking great. It's doing a lot of hissing. It's oozing from various uh, wounds. Okay. Sounds cool. Yeah. There's some bug goo. All right. So that's going to be 25. Oh, that definitely hits. Yep. 12 damage. And then I'm going to attack again. That hits. Okay. That will be 13 damage. Okay. It's looking rough. Corbin, you are up. Okay. Um, Am I still, like, close to it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to take... I'm going to do regular attack again because... Just nervous, y'all. So I'm going to take my spear. I'm going to... I want to die waiting for this. <laughs> I honestly sort of tuned out. I was just going to just check I'm, back in when you next spoke. I'm going to take my spear and I'm going to feed it to him like a spoon. <laughs> right in his mouth. I like it. Please roll to hit. Okay. 15. That'll do. Here comes the choo-choo train. <laughs> Good. Okay. Five. All righty. And now Fran. Fran-a-lan-a-ling-wong. <laughs> That's not how that goes. Yes. <laughs> you are summoned. Um, so first of all, I say, Mary, you didn't get eaten by the spider. <laughs> uh, she gives you a thumbs up. As she is still clawing her way out of the sand. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Witch Bolt. Witch Bolt? Uh, <laughs> and that is going to be a 21. That'll hit it. All right. It's going to do 14 damage. Okie dokie. He is not dead, but he is not looking good. Greenish sort of slime is coming out of its pincered maw. And it is going to go for Corbin again. Bye, y'all. This is going to kill me good. 12. Does not hit. 12 does not hit. Okay. That one is a 
20, not natural. And that one is 28. <laughs> that hits, yeah, I assume. Okay. Both of those do. Okay, so you got hit by one leg and one bite. 13 damage. And three plus five, so eight. How are you doing, <laughs> bud? I'll heal you next round. Uh, five hit points. Okay, five I points. got you. Yeah. All right. Uh, and now Mary, she uses her movement to get up. And since you guys are all clustered together, she is close enough that she is going to heal you, Corbin. All right. That is 14 points of health back to you. And we are top of the order with the King of Danmar. He is going to roll to attack that spider. Oh, first he has to do a strength roll to get his sword out of the cliff. <laughs> Oh, he nat 20'd. Whoa. No. Got that natty twat. He pulls it out, and he- as he pulls it out, it smacks the spider. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yes! <laughs> he pulls it out, and with a great arc of the force he was using to pull it out, he slams it into the spider's face, and it takes 13 points of damage, which kills it. Oh. So he rips his sword out of the wall, and with the strength that he was using... He arcs it over his head and slams it into the spider's neck, severing its head, which rolls to the sandy floor of the canyon. Corbin is suffering from, like, significant blood loss right now, but he is swooned as fuck, and he just falls on his back. I'm going to roll to catch you. Thank you. (laughs) I did it. Um, And as Corbin falls into my arms, I'm going to heal him. Okay. Oh, thanks. I'll heal Corbin for 15, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to heal the goddess for 15 as well, using Lay on Hands. All right, so she's back up to 30. She's looking a bit better. She uh, she just gives you guys two shaky thumbs up. <laughs> How was that trap? Did you go into a hell dimension? She turns those thumbs up downward. <laughs> <laughs> Were uh, there baby spiders in there? She shakes her head and then signs, let's just move on from the spider. Can we inspect that trap to get advantage on future rolls against those traps? Yeah, sure. I magnifying glass it the book up. While they're doing that, is there any of the uh, spider carvers left? Ugh. Yeah. I got a 15. Uh, Corbin wants to just take a nibble. Can oh, you please uh, make a constitution saving throw? Aren't you damaged enough? Clearly you're too damaged. I should not have healed you. <laughs> 15. Yeah, that does it. You don't take any poison damage. Leica comes up to you and she's like, how does it taste? Cat, how does it taste? It tastes very sandy, very gritty. Ugh, not interested. Corbin crunches loudly. Uh, the king looks visibly ill. <laughs> <laughs> Horrified, but he doesn't say anything because he's very polite. <laughs> Corbin wipes the slime off of his mouth and pretends it didn't happen. Yeah, and I'd just like to just have a quick th- say a quick thank you to James Intracasso for that monster. Everybody, please say thank you to James. No. Uh, mm. Nah. <laughs> thank you, James. Well, that... You know, that could have been worse, the king says as he uh, wipes spider goo off of his sword and resheathes it. Usually they hunt in packs. Don't say Don't stuff say like stuff that. Don't say stuff like that, your highness. You just invited a spider party. You did this. <laughs> Anybody else want to come? Yeah, any you want to go? Hey, is there any like uh, usually evil versions along. of the king? Come <laughs> kill me. Uh, I had a dream like that. Your voices, your taunts echo off the canyon walls. Uh, and Fran, by the way, with your 15 on the investigation roll, you uh, will gain advantage on that. You can see that it was... Uh, the spider had woven a web across mm-hmm. the sand mm-hmm. and then covered the web with sand so that it uh, was just able to rip the the webbing with its sharp pointy leg and grab whoever was over it. Hmm. All right, so you guys head on. There are no spiders that come out of the walls, even though the king said that ominous thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Does he feel bad, though? Uh, he just laughs it off. Ugh. He's very jovial about all of this. He seems very unbothered by all of this mortal danger. I don't know if that's charismatic or a really bad sign. Yeah, Corbin, it's either. Corbin is very enamored by this and he thinks it's incredibly charismatic. Did you ask the king if he has a son yet? Uh. 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 Spit it out. Do you... Um, do you... Mr. King, do you have a uh, child, a son? I do, Yes. My son is currently away being schooled in Madrid at the finest university. 
<laughs> How old is he? Oh, he is 18. Strapping young lad. He will make a fine king one day. Is he, <laughs> is he single? Laika's making direct eye contact with Corbin this entire time. Corbin's like swatting at your armor. Uh, Laika's like moving away and she's w- wiggling her eyebrows. Corbin punches your armor and then he hurts his hand. <laughs> What an odd thing to ask. No, he's not. He's he's currently promised to one of the King of Madria's sisters. Hmm, that can change. Cool. Uh, Promises can be broken. Definitely. <laughs> what an ominous thing to say. Sally <laughs> <Probably> forth. <laughs> I guess we match, your highness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys had for another Another 15 minutes in the dark without any incident, although you hear lots of scuttling. But now, since Fran sort of knows what to look out for now, you're able to spot the sand spider's nest before you step over it and are able to divert your, your trail around the nests. And uh, eventually you come to a spot and the king points toward a triangle of boulders on the other side of the river. He says, behind those boulders is the door into the palace. Now, the only trick is getting across. Um. I prepared the wrong spells today. <laughs> you didn't bring your water spell? Nope. <laughs> um, okay, so what does our what do our surroundings look like? You are in a very deep canyon, which has two sheer rock cliffs on either side of it. You are on an eight foot wide embankment of sand up against a 18 foot wide river. Uh, And then in front of the door, there is a triangle of huge boulders, each of which are about 20 feet tall and eight feet around. Okay. Um, Are there any uh, rocks on our side? Are there any like plants or trees or anything down here? Yes. uh, There are small plants which cling to the sides of the cliffs and close to the water. There are boulders in the river. The river is very strong, running very quickly, and there's a lot of turbulent water due to the rocks that are just underneath and protruding from the river. Okay. So I I turn to Mary and I say, let's... Let's try to freeze part of the river. I could use your help. Mary looks a little unsure, but she nods. And then uh, she holds out her hand for you to take. Okay. All right. You feel a bit more power. You are able to create a very thin ice bridge, uh, which Mm -hmm. is almost... It is starting to break almost as soon as it is cast. (laughs) Um, uh, Let's think. Well, why don't I give it a try? Young lady. I believe this is how it works. And he holds out his hand to her. Mm -hmm. Oh, because he's got robes magic. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, And she takes his hand and... Can I also get in on it? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to lend some power. It's fine. No, no, I'm afraid she's the only one who can do that. She and he are able to strengthen that bridge. It is not by much... But there is a second layer of ice on it, and it's looking much more solid. All right, let's do it. That's cross? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we're still going to all make deck saves, but you guys have a better chance of it. All right. 16. I got uh, 17. Okay. So 16, 17, not rolling. Crow. Okay. Laika and Fran, you guys are able to make it across just fine. Uh, the king is holding on to Mary's hand, and the two of them are running across when the bridge cracks about halfway through. And wait, the, so I'm still at the edge of the river? You guys, you and Laika made it across? Yeah. Can I cast enlarge like on the ice bridge then? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay. That's a great solution. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. <laughs> so you are able to enlarge that piece of ice bridge and Yay. and the two of them make it across to the small platform that is hidden behind the three boulders. The king pushes a hand on the stone doors. And they swing inward, and uh, the five of you step inside. Oh. Bum, bum. Oh. Bum, bum. What's the smell? What do we smell? I would love to know if it, the look. <laughs> I'm interested in the smell only. Okay. Um, it smells cold. It smells dank. But it doesn't smell damp. Um, it appears that you guys have stepped into a natural cave system. The cave you're in is roughly 10 feet tall, 
and only as wide as the door you just came through. Ahead of you, there is a path which slopes upward. Okay, your majesty, like, what now? Is there, where's the next set of death traps? <laughs> death traps? No, of course, of course not. This is a- Ha 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 I've heard that before. <laughs> no, this is a very safe path. We only use it in case of emergencies. To be an emergency when the death trap. <laughs> <laughs> I've used this path many times when I was a younger man. <laughs> I'd like to sneak out into the city just to see it from my citizen's point of view. How many kids do you have? Sounds like you're sneaking out. Oh, come Ooh. now. I was not so unwholesome. Is it that? I just liked to be in the bustle of people. And as he's speaking, he starts walking. I, I raise my eyebrows at them and I mouth bustle. <laughs> As a king, I'm not able to walk among my people. I'm not able to see their conditions and, and really know what it's like to be a citizen of my city. So in my youth, I liked to just get a little taste of it, you know? Taste? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your Majesty, do you have reason to believe that other people know about this entrance, like other than you? I wouldn't believe so. This entrance is a secret of the royal family. Only myself, my son, my wife, may she rest in peace, and a few scattered cousins know about this entrance. Well, I hope your son isn't as good at uh, telling secrets as he is at breaking promises. (laughs) (laughs) My son is a good and noble lad. He does neither of those things. We'll see. All right, so... You guys head through this tunnel, and it eventually empties out into a much larger cavern. Stalactites uh, hang from the ceiling and reach toward their stony counterparts on the floor. And in the center of this room, there is a 20-foot-tall crumbling statue of a man with a square beard and a crown, which looks very similar to the king. And uh, the king points this out, and he says, Look at that. One of my ancestors' likeness, I believe. Carved here to guard this entrance. Seen better days. <laughs> it looks just like you. Do you think it looks likely? And he, he turns and he poses in front of it in a very similar stance. And he looks very dashing. Did he carve it himself? I thought this was a family secret. Did he carve <laughs> it with his wife? Did he carve it with his wife and kids? <laughs> no, I, I'm not really sure. It's just been down here as long as I've been using this tunnel. Uh, Come on. It's not much further now. We follow him. Yeah. And Laika, you see it first as this crumbling statue's head turns toward you. And it reaches with its great stony hand. And I'm going to have you all roll initiative. Okay. I freaking told you. takes his giant green hands in hers. He's green? He's an orc. Shrek. (laughs) I thought he was gray, but he's Shrek. Don't fucking whisper Shrek into the microphone. He's Shrek. Like like a a worshiper at a church of Shrek. It's her religion. It's my religion. Oh, I'm so mad about this. But yes, he's green. He's always been green. I don't... He's a half-orc. Half-orcs are green. Yep. <laughs> he's Shrek. Somebody once told me 
to read a book, but opening your eyes makes it impossible for you to ignore the cruel truths of the world around you? Well, my friend, have I got the solution for you. You'll never have to lay eyes on your own gnarled fingers holding a book ever again. You can listen to that book using your ears on audible.com. On Audible, there are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial of Audible at audibletrial.com DSPN. To escape into a world of sound where you may or may not have a visible physical form, who knows, certainly not me, visit audibletrial.com DSPN.